I'm your host, Ebony Ellinger. And this is Christine. And she is just here for our guest today. We have an interview with a girl group called the Mako Girls coming up later, and I'm so excited to get to that. Um, but they talk so much about, they're a music girl group. They talk so much about wanting to be role models for young girls. And Christine and I, we were just talking about, like, who are people that you, Christine, sort of look up to that were role models for you growing up? Yeah, I mean, there's so many at the end of the day, so many powerful women that I looked up to endlessly. Obviously, we have my two biggest music icons, which are undoubtedly Miss Beyonce on her mouth like liquor and the Whitney. Um, those are my big two when it comes to music and I look up to them endlessly. I used to watch Whitney Houston interviews just like in my bedroom all the time. I argue about a solid 40% of my personality comes from me watching her interviews, me watching her reality show with Bobby, which was a mess, <laughs> but damn, was it entertaining. Um, and just Beyonce's whole empowerment gig obviously throughout her whole career has always been inspiring yeah I agree and I agree specifically about Whitney Houston I'm I'm building a record wall of just sort of like I I don't know like musical I don't want to say divas but just like icons icons like musical icons um I have Solange on there though I don't know if she would count as an icon but I have Nina Simone I think she does. I'm trying to put Tina Turner up there and I'm looking for a Whitney Houston album but apparently they're not being made anymore so they're super expensive oh. everywhere but yeah I uh, that is just a small tangent because I'm looking here at my um album right here but yeah I fully agree about Whitney Houston I am just like obsessed with her. I think she obsessed. Yes, she is so like proud, like a very dominant woman and is not afraid to be that sort no. of dominant personality. Um mm -mm. other women I really loved. Um growing up, I loved Mariah Carey. I loved how she obsessed. Yeah, she was just like, you know what? I like getting my nails done and my hair done and like that's just yeah. who I am. And I can sing. She she was a girly girl and she wasn't gonna take any shit for it, which I think is really empowering to a degree. I think there's this very like, I don't know. I think there's a negative st stigma that comes with being kind of a girly girl and being into, I guess, girly things like getting your nails done all the time, getting your hair done all the time, you know, dressing very femme all the time. Um, and she was someone that was always like, no, I love all those things and I don't care. And I'm better than you for it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think, especially growing up, as, like being told that you grew up in the tomboy era. Yeah, yeah. Having that, I remember there was a period where like I would not touch pink. I wanted nothing to do with pink. No one would. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be a tomboy. Everyone was afraid of being perceived as like hyper femme because it was so like you're Paris Hilton. You're a bad person. Exactly, and that's that's why I also love. And I have to sneeze. Hold on. Let's see if it's gonna go away. Go away, please. Okay, I don't see anymore. Um, but I really love just even looking at some of the modern women today, like we, Mariah Carey, of course, is still here, but looking at like um Cash Doll or Sweetie, like these female rappers that are very mm -hmm. hyper femme, got nails done, hair done, talking about Gucci bags and et cetera. And yeah, they have like that yeah. rob him sis sort of mentality, but also yeah. just that they're very 
proud to be them and all that stuff that comes with that. I think it society used to really shame um lots of people for being interested in feminine things if it was lesser. Yeah. Even in I think in the conversation of music, I think there was a very much so shameful culture around listening to like what was described as like girl music. Like bubblegum pop, yeah. Bubblegum pop. People were very much so like, you listen to bubblegum pop. Why don't you listen to some real music? I don't even give a rat's ass. I don't know, ACDC or some garbage. <laughs> it's not garbage, but you know what I mean? It, it, there was just this like, why would you ever listen to Britney Spears and Mariah Carey when you can listen to some man scream about why he hates women? Um, and I'm <laughs> love it. I'm bored. I want to hear it. Women hating. <laughs> <laughs> women hating crying about women uh talking about fucking bitches and treating them like garbage it wasn't my tea I wanted to listen to women talking about collecting bags and looking hot and I didn't want to listen to like I know at the time like when we were were kids it would have been like pink or like Avril Lavigne or um Ashley Simpson who were very like I'm not like the other girls kind of vibe yeah well, what was that pink song that was stupid so girls? Stupid girls. Stupid girls. I thought it was so cool at the time, but looking back, I'm like, Everyone this song did, did not age well in the least bit at all. No, it aged like absolute dog shit. Yes. Same with a uh, misery business by Paramore. Yes. Okay, I was rocking out to Paramore on my way to work the other day. That was like the song. It doesn't age well. It's still a bop, but it's not a it bop. I'll play is. in front of other people. I feel the feminism. Come out of my body. Exactly. As Please leave me place. so I can rock out to some early Taylor Swift, to some Paramore. I don't really rock out to Pink that much anymore, but I'm not going to deny some of her songs were bops. So we'll... they were anthems. Exactly. So what? Yeah, and I think I think there were there was that period where it was just I'm not like the other girls. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not into that pinky or that sort of super femme stuff but you know I liked Britney Spears I was obsessed with her I would dress like her I remember I think I was like 10 years old and I would Mm -hmm. I had a t-shirt that I would tie and my friend and I we would walk around walk around the neighborhood with our t-shirts tied up and we're like we're Britney Spears like pretending to be Britney Spears walking around um and I still think she's a really I don't know I I know she's had her struggles have you seen her documentary uh, yes, I have. What a devastating moment. Yeah. Life, frankly, for her. But she is the blueprint when it comes to modern pop icons. Mm-hmm. Every girl is following in her footsteps. I think when it comes to modern pop girls, there are like three pillars, frankly. If you want to be a pop pop girly, you look at Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a breakout R&B pop girly, you look at Beyonce. And if you want to be a rapper girly, you look at Missy Elliott. Yes. Yes. I They're agree. the pillars. Missy and maybe Nikki. You know what? I would say Nikki more than Missy. Well, no, no. Well, You're right. Missy like, is like the OG. I feel like she started the category, but Nikki made it yes. extra popular. You're right. Nikki is the blueprint then for the modern rap girl. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's interesting to see um, how that all sort of divides. And now you have like the indie pop girl. What I feel like it's like Billie Eilish or mm-hmm. I don't know. I Honestly, I suck. I suck so much at knowing like these new singers like Charlie XCX. 
I have no idea who that is. Have I heard her song? <laughs> I I don't know. Dua Lipa? Who? Who? Oh, Dula P. <laughs> I love Dula P. I don't- Listen, Future Nostalgia is a near perfect album. I don't care. Um, Charlie XCX, you see, I've actually been listening to Charlie since I was like in high school. So, you know, that was a while ago. Um, <laughs> but I remember literally going to a Charlie XCX concert when I was a senior in high school. Wow. And I was living for love. I was obsessed. She's made a lot of journeys throughout her eras. <laughs> um, but I think she she was one of the early indie pop girls. Yeah. Like Marina and the Diamonds. Yes, I remember her. I remember being really into Lord. And I feel like Lord was also the Lord. early indie pop girls. And um when I was super into like I think Birdie and it was her name. She was British and she made Yay. like the theme song for Fault in Our Stars or something. Sure. But I'll believe that. But that, that was that little like beginning of that um era. Yeah, that like whispery indie like 2012, yeah. 2013, 13, around there is when the girls really started getting into the whisper singing. Exactly. Like these, like these, like they're perpetually sad, whispery, never actually speak. I like it. I like it. But I do agree that Sometimes. there's, I can't listen to y'all too much because y'all be getting me in like a funk. Like you would ruin my day. I want, <laughs> I was end up putting on like, I like it sometimes. Not always, but sometimes it works really well. And I think it works. Sometimes I feel like whisper girls try to sing songs that are not meant for whispering. You know what I mean? Like I hear a song. I'm trying to think of an example. I don't even, I, I desperately want to think of one. But you ever listen to a whisper girl sing a song and you're like, I wish you could bring in someone to give this a full vocal. Yes, I know. And um, damn would this hit. There's this one whisper girl, Madeline Bailey, I think. And all she does is like cover. She's like a YouTube singer. But she was like mm. one of those whisper girls. She just does covers a bunch of different songs, but does them all whispery. That one. Is, and I'm just like, I'm like, I, whisper girls are great. But going back to what we were saying about Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, we don't have those belty girls anymore. I want a voice. Give me a full belt. Yes. Like I That's want you what I'm here for. to scream like the 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 heartbreak of this song, and I want to be in tears at the end of it. I want you to sing something at me, and I have to take a step back. Yes, because I am just reverberating <laughs> with the sound of your voice. <laughs> like make me turn my radio volume down because you got too loud. That's what I want. Exactly. Whisper girls, you have to turn I up. want your vibrato to shatter glass. Exactly. But I wonder, I wonder who would be the next, who would be the next Whitney or the next Whitney-esque? Girl. I mean, did you see um, the Tina Turner documentary at all? I haven't yet. I loved it. I So I took a break just to watch all these like musician documentaries. Hmm. I saw Tina Turner. I saw Amy Winehouse. I saw Travis Scott. Hmm. And it was just so interesting. First of all, how they all began, but especially for Tina Turner, someone that had gone through so much, had overcome so much and still was passionate about going into rock specifically when there was that sort of like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey stuff were starting to bubble up. 
the thing that makes me upset about the current pop girlies, I will say, I think someone that people try to laud as the next like Mariah or Whitney is, and I love her, but Ariana. Mm-hmm. And she's nothing of the sort. Yeah. She, I love her. I listen to all, I mean, all of her albums have hits on them. We can't deny the bitch has a discography. However, a Whitney, a Mariah, certainly not. She doesn't have what the girls think she possesses. She has a beautiful, stunning voice. A, I mean, one of a kind, immaculate voice. I love it to tears. It makes me emotional. It takes me there. She's not that girl. She's her own version of that. And I think we could. Exactly. I think especially- she's influenced by those girls and you can hear the influence. Yes. For sure. Because she's even done covers of Whitney and covers of Mariah. And you can definitely hear the influence in her own music, but she's her own girl. And she's not that, you know, she's not that full chest girl all the time. Rarely. And I feel like it's also really, I would find it disrespectful as a person who's alive right now. If some 12 year old girl came up and they were like, you're going to be the next Ebony Ellinger. I'm like, bitch, I'm still here. Like, I'm still kicking. I'm going to drop a single <laughs> tomorrow. Like, why is she- <laughs> Yeah. Mariah is still kicking. People forget. She released an album like two years ago. And genuinely, it was great. Or was it a Yeah, I think it was like 2019 she released an album. And I think she's going to release another album maybe this year. Yeah. She's still making music. And it's still good. Yeah, she's not... I, I, I feel like I would She's irrelevant. I would definitely be offended. And like, oh, aside yeah. from music, are there any other celebrities that aren't musicians, whether they're actors or entertainers, dancers, et cetera, that really had a big impact on you or have an impact on you now? Oh, when I'm a movie girl, so that really... Movie and TV girl, for sure. I think... I'm trying to think of like big, big, big ones. When I was a kid, kid, um, Raven Simone was the moment for me. Coolest girl on earth. I could not get enough of her. Um, as I got into like Alex Russo also was a moment for me. Um, the biggest one, probably, I think the most impactful character I've ever seen on screen has been Santana Lopez for me. See, I never really got into Glee. I should. I wish I did. But that was me in my not like the other girls moment. I was like, I can't you watch Glee. do it. It's trash. Yeah. Santana Lopez on Glee did it for me. I mean, she was just like the first time I saw myself on screen to it at like a high degree. She was just like this. You know, she was brown. She was Latina. She was queer. She was kind of a bitch. Um, she was hilarious. <laughs> And she had opinions about everything and anyone. And I was like, oh, there's me. I see it now. And it was like, that was the first time that I was like, click, got it. Um, But there have been, I guess, I I would say that's the biggest one. Rest in peace, Tanaya Rivera. Mm, I'm trying to think of like the biggest, I would say from me as a person right now, I would definitely say Megan Thee Stallion, who I, because I, I, I think her, the way she carries herself, the discussion she has about colorism or about like black women, like monoracial black women, um, the stuff she talks about how um, sexuality and how she owns that. Also, just us being from Texas, we know Texas girls are the best. I'm trying to think of like who my current like 
bestie, <laughs> my celebrity bestie is right now, are having a hard time. I think the closest thing I can think of is maybe I, mm, I don't know. I'm taking it back. I have no idea. I have no idea. I watch too much and I consume too much. I root for everyone gay and I root for everyone trans and I root for everyone brown. I think that is exactly how we should go through life. And so at this yeah. moment, we'll have to go ahead and take a break. Um, we got yeah. the Mako girls coming up next. Um, they're not gay or trans or brown, but I still like them. <laughs> but we're still rooting for them, I swear. Rooting for them. They're women. Yes, and Christine, so where can people follow you, connect with you? Uh, you can find me, uh, you know, close to anywhere at iChris period teen. That's on, you know, TikTok and that's on Instagram. And then on Twitter, you can find me at, at iChris underscore teen because they don't allow periods. Sounds perfect. So we are going to take a break, y'all, and I will see y'all soon. So that is already hands down one of the best intros we've had so far on the show. Probably will be the best one for a very long time. So thank y'all for setting the bar. Now, whenever I bring on new guests, I'll send them this little clip and be like, if you don't sing, if you can't sing when you come on the show, then don't come on the show. Right. That's, <laughs> the bar's Y'all have fit. put the bar all the way up here. Exactly. <laughs> have to set the bar. But so just tell us a little bit on what the Mako Girls are and what y'all do. Okay, so we are an Atlanta-based girl group that sing, dance, dance and, and rap. rap. And we're also sisters. We make R&B and pop music that everyone can listen to. And we've been doing this for seven years now. We just want to inspire the youth to be able to go for their dreams. We want to be that household girl group like TLC, Destiny's Child. We're bringing yes. those vibes and wanted to give that to this generation. So we're excited. So why should people listen to the Mako Girls music? With the Mako Girls music, we're bringing a different sound to this new era of music. Yes. We would say so we're definitely in a different route from other people. And also we have a West Indian background. So you should definitely tune into our music so you can hear some of that flair. I feel like it's definitely some bops in there, yes. by the way. So if you guys haven't, go ahead and check it out. Plus, you know, it's kid-friendly, so everybody can enjoy it. Your mom, your grandma, everybody. So it's open to everybody. I like that. So it's kind of like if you like Mariah Carey, you might also like Ariana Grande. So, like, if I like so-and-so, then who? why else would I like Mako Girls? Like, who is similar to y'all? Right. We would say... Um, TLC, mostly. Well, no, I said Kalani. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Like, uh, Justine Sky. They have really, like, dope music. They're, um, they can rap. They can sing. Like, we kind of have that kind of uh, flair that goes on. Or if you watch Star on Fox... Our sound is really like that. Like yeah. we can hit them vocals, but we're also gonna add a lot of swag to it. So that's kind of like our style. So what is y'all's like swag? What is your style? Oh, it's different for each girl. Yes. So yeah. uh, uh, and I can start me. Okay, so uh, my style very trendy. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to music, I'm into all of it. So I don't discriminate with any type of sound. Um, I would say I'm the most trendy out of all of it. So I would 
go with that. Tina? I would say for me, I'm more grunge, laid back. So I like the alternative style as well. And for like music wise, I love alternative rock, anything that's pretty much different, but I like all forms of music. And lastly, for me, Anai, um, my style of music, I love listening to all types. Like me and Kina, I listen to K-pop, Caribbean, like all types. I even go into classical if I'm feeling like it. Right. But with my yeah. style, like outfit-wise, I go for more so of a streetwear, almost in a mix of streetwear and just like influence with Japanese fashion. So I love those two. And then when I sing, it's more so coming off as like a smooth type of singing out. That's how I describe it. And so how did you... How did you find your signature sound, your voice, and all that comes with it? Oh, I would say it has to be through, like, practice over the years, like, to know yeah. what we sound like or what kind of music we like. It's right. really based off of, like, just working on it. and like trial like, and error. Yeah, trial, yeah and trial and error. I feel also when we, like, sing other people's music, we decide, like, okay, yeah, we love listening to them, but that isn't us. Like, we mm -hmm. could listen to them do it all day, but this is where we're comfortable. This is what we feel the most. So it definitely was something that developed over time, like, singing different songs. Because starting out, we was doing, like, In Vogue, Tamar Braxton, like, all that kind of stuff in vocal training. And then when, as we got older, we started finding out different artists like Kalani. So that kind of... It just morphed into our sound and we realized what we like because all of us like these very different types of music. Yeah. This was that blend that we finally got to a blend that works for all of us. I love that. I think it is so hard right now. Hard and maybe easy. It all depends on how you want to look at it. To right. find your own sound because right now there's so many even i think i was listening to spotify there's so many girls right now who sound like Billie eilish i got that indie pop yes. girl sound, yes. which is a very popular sound it's not bad it's cute i like it like keep doing what y'all doing but there's so many so it's hard to find one that makes you unique so that you don't blend in right. with all the other kinds of people going on and like i can't name very many like all black girl groups that are running right now, like TLC, Destiny's Child, obviously. Um, I don't know. There was like that British one that everyone, Little Mix, but Little they're not yeah. all black. But like, yeah, but they're not running anymore either. I think they just disbanded, well, did they? They're still together, but one member left the group. Okay. Yeah, so we've seen that because we are fans of other girl groups as well. We yeah. know like people always want to, you know, make it where you don't have to like any other. But we love a lot of the girl groups that are out, Fifth Harmony, Little Mix. OMG we girls. girls, we are good girls, all of them. We stand all the girl groups and the K-pop groups as well. Black pink, black twice. pink, twice. yeah. <laughs> Blackpink. One of my friends, I was not always a super K-pop friend, but one of my friends got me in with BTS. Uh -huh. And with him, that just like exploded. Got to see all the other K-pop groups, which, first of all, if that's like y'all's influence, that's amazing because those girls work so hard. Yeah, yes. we even watched um a couple of days ago, we have watched their documentary just to see how like they got to where they were. Yes. And I, that also kind of inspired me to make sure that we just keep working for what we got. So like one day we can have the opportunity to even just meet them. That yeah, crazy. they're super clean. Their moves are super tight. The outfits the are amazing. Yeah, so we really love what they do as well. So we, you know, like we said, we're into all of it. So watching them is also inspiring. We was watching Ari on a grande the yeah. other day too their her movie um excuse yeah. i love you on netflix amazing amazing so what do you like to make music about 
I would say with our music is really based off of like either how we're feeling or just like if the song is like if the beat is catchy enough and it's like once you get that you get okay what's this topic going to be about just like a situation we're going through or went through or we've seen or just yeah. how we feel. Yeah, or based on how the beat feels, because sometimes the beat can give you the ideas that you want to talk about. Because for me, I love to just throw out a random word and just be able to create a song off of that and not it being sometimes like so strict to like, you know, situations that happen. You want a fun song sometimes, you just want something relatable. So we love to switch it up. Um, We do talk a lot about how we are coming up in the industry, how we're independent women, you know, on the rise, all that. So (laughs) we love to switch it up and have some fun tracks, have some tracks that people can relate to, like Anai was saying, and then, you know, just switch it up. I'm just, I'm just so in awe. I think y'all are just all so <laughs> thank, great. Thank you. And I feel like I sound like a fangirl. And you know what? Honestly, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> if I am a Mako girl stan, I am a Mako girl stan, and I will own that for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so my yeah. next question is, is let's say a few hours, like right after this, like somebody, Jay-Z, I don't know, is listening to this, and he's like, yeah. you know what? Those Mako girls sound great. He gives y'all a contract. Y'all have your first big huge contract what is the first thing you're going to buy with the like million dollar payout you're not going to get oh oh that's it's tricky they'll be trying to get you you know they'll be trying to get you to go ball out you gotta be smart you gotta be smart so So, i'll probably put mines in a bank and like figure out what i'm gonna do with it later i might get like i like that i would we always say hot girls are economical they know they make their money you're gonna live off that interest maybe you don't blow up maybe after this it's it but you got five million dollars sitting in the bank to live off whatever interest comes off of that and that could be your life but sorry to cut you off no you're good you're good i would use it probably for something that's gonna make me more money so like if i wanted to do another business venture that i can feel like will make me money then i will start investing in that because you know you want to keep getting money you know they're trying to get you that would be the only oh, yeah. thing i'll be like okay Splurge let, on our let's get a house and our parents are taking care of our little sister and then we good i was thinking put some of the money away and then getting another dog <laughs> oh yeah getting another dog <laughs> i like see that's so simple very easy it's not like oh i'm gonna go get myself like some balenciaga shoes a gucci purse yeah like, you know what? I'm gonna pay, make sure I mean, my parents are taken care of yeah my parents they listen to this so i'll say hey you know, I will make sure that y'all are taken care of, though, after I get myself a new car. So, like, I love you, right, but, like, right, but let me get a car first. I need a then car. Then we'll get y'all a house. Right. <laughs> right. I need a car real quick just so we can go from... Then we can talk about what you want. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so now that y'all are going into this industry, you're not... You're kind of new, but, like, not really because you've been doing this for seven years. Right. What is your biggest fear right now going through all of this? Um... Oh, I wow. Was, I, would say, I would say for me, it's not having enough time for, like, family and friends and stuff. Because, like, that, I would say, is the most important thing to me. It's not, like, getting so lost in the work to where, like, I'm like, eh, I don't got time to do this. Or I don't have time to hang out with y'all. Like, family time, I would say, is, like, that. That and dropping my mic. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> really? That is the only thing that I'm terrified of. If I get, like, super nervous and, like god forbid like my hand get all sweaty and i try to like do a move and my hand just and knock somebody in the face like that terrifies me i agree 
um a fear uh i guess like if we're gonna go like serious bro it'd be like us not being able as individuals being able to develop as well as being in the group because i feel like that's a big part of why sometimes groups don't work is because you're so involved in the group you never find out about yourself so that would be my fear if we don't like take that moment to have our personal lives within while we're still in the group just so that way we can you know develop together and like performing wise um i really don't know like okay well, forgetting some words or something performing wise i just my biggest fear is to crack my voice crack on stage <laughs> and it's like on those big award shows and it'll never go away because it's just going to be there people will meme about it for years and they'll just <laughs> reputations go down but like on a serious note i would just say uh just making sure that uh i don't know hmm. I, I mean i'm kind of the the reckless one out of the bunch so, so like, it's going headstrong like whatever i feel deal with it then for now just making sure that i have a concrete idea of what i want to do now so huh, i'll get back to you on that one <laughs> <laughs> All right. and i agree about fear of being memed i think yes i was for that too yeah for us like being younger people like my parents don't have to be afraid of their biggest mistake being shown in front of millions of people for the rest of like eternity. Like even if you aren't a celebrity, you can just be a normal person. We've seen normal people be turned into memes all the time. I I hope I can be like a Mariah Carey meme or like uh, a fun meme that people used to be sassy or like snarky or something. Rihanna, Rihanna, she has the best memes. Yes, yeah, that would be perfect. Then you're yeah. just like iconic yeah, rather than yeah, like exactly. an embarrassing me where you're just like, please don't recognize me. Don't yeah, ever talk yeah. to me. <laughs> but um, adding on to what you were saying about finding like things that are concrete, what songs do you sort of connect with the most? That's I've listened to all that you'll have. I love day one. I love lockdown. Hey. Um, but what do you have like that's made right now or that's coming out that you can really sort of, if I wanted to know who you are as a person, what song would I listen to? Oh, okay. I say <laughs> this song that is going to be released soon. Um, but it's not out yet. It's called Ain't Thinking About You. But like that song definitely describes how I am at this moment because right now I'm focused on making sure that we make it in the industry. Like, like I ain't thinking about no boys. I ain't thinking about the stuff. I'm focused on my career. Like I'm dedicated to the shine and I'm going to grind until I get where I get to. I would say for me, it's a song that hasn't came out yet, but it's going to come right after Ain't Thinking About You. And that's mood because it's so chill and laid back, but it like kind of packs a punch because it's like, you know, I just got to show love to everybody. And then later on, you know, I want to spend a couple bucks. Oh my gosh. Chill out. <laughs> um, I think for me, I don't know if the song is on every platform because we had a moment where we took it down. I don't know if we put it back up there, but it's called Slay. And I feel like that is a song that can describe me because I, I'm one of the simplistic ones out of the three of us. They have very like extreme personalities <laughs> and styles. And I'm like, oh, I just need, you know, a cute, simple fit or whatever. So it's like telling you to refuse to be basic. Like that's me. I refuse to be basic. Any place I go, I'm always done up. Like just don't refuse, don't like expect anything less, I guess, from me. So that song. 
Well, and mm-hmm. talking about sort of like having your own unique identities within a girl group. Yes. How has that been going forward? How have you sort of carved out like this is who I am and this is who my sister is and this is my other sister is. We're not all the same like blank copy and paste sort of people. Yeah. Yeah. Because we um, communicate a lot as sisters and as yeah. groupmates. We know like each and everyone's personality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very different. So yeah, we all are very strong minded and have like our own opinions. And so like that really helps separate which person is which or like who's this personality, who's yeah. that personality. Because we all have our own. It, it's crazy because like Mimi will be more so she could be like the I don't want to say motherly because she's like go ahead, you can say it, it's fine. But like Mimi's the more responsible member out of all of us, but at, at the same time, she can be like the goofy one. Akina is the member that lay back and yes. she'll try anything, but she's very chill at the same time and shy at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's it's the weirdest thing. She's so outgoing, but at the same time, she's shy. She's gotten way I'm better. Laid she's okay. laid back and free spirited. Okay. And then and that is such a prodigy. Yes. A prodigy at everything. If you put something in front of her, she wants to do it. She's like, yeah, I can do it. No yeah. doubt. And then she's also like the funny member. So she try to make everybody smile if we're having a bad day or if yeah. we're having like a really tough practice. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? We're having a tough yeah. practice. But you know we can do it. Come on, let's go. Let's go. So it's really like the attitude towards the things that we do that really helps us set apart who's who and like the personalities and being able to combine it. Because when we're in a stressful situation, the personalities that stand out might be like a nice because she's very funny. She likes to make the mood lighter. Like that's yeah. what I really think is the attitude towards when we're doing certain things is how we like you know be able to okay you that know one's that, one. that one's that one she's acting like this today so I feel like that's how we keep it um you know knowing who's individual personality kind of like having personal time to like do fun stuff on our own like I'll yeah. play video games or watch anime or yes. Mimi will, like watch YouTube videos and try out different like hairstyles or anything else and then I and I pretty much have the same yeah we thing. do the same thing all but the time. <laughs> we just probably thing. play different games or like watch different anime that's so my very last question my very last question is how do you hope to be a role model for other young girls who are listening to you Right. We um we want to be role models, just showing them that they can go for what they want to become at a young age. They don't have to wait until they're older because we started when we were 10, 12 and 14, like saying we wanted to do this. So it's never too early or too late to start. Like, go ahead and chase your dreams. Don't be afraid. Like the life is risk taking. So yeah. you want to be able to take risk and go for what you want and just see what comes out of it. Um, I would say as sisters, like showing other people, like as siblings, you know, we can love one another. We might not have everything in common. But yeah. You know, support and love one another. Communication, mm-hmm. the relationship between communication is like siblings. very, yeah. very important. And I would say, like, with the inspiring, like, another generation or another group of girls, it's really kind of, like, showing them through my perspective, like, because one day I want us to have a documentary where we just, like, say how everything went. And so with that, it kind of shows what we have gone through and kind of showing them that though it took us this long and it took us so much time behind it and so much blood, sweat, tears to go into (laughs) it, like, we still did it despite all what the typical stereotypes for girl groups and stuff. So it's really just a show them that no matter what they say or how they perceive you that you can still push through yeah 
One follow-up question. So you mentioned blood, sweat, and tears. What is sort of like the blood, sweat, and tears aspect that comes with being in a girl group? The really, really difficult parts that you're trying to overcome. Right. Uh, at first for us, I would say it was the like the demand for social media at first, yeah. like before quarantine, because we were so like into rehearsals. We had shows every weekend. So content was something we had struggled we with yeah we put it on the back burner we wasn't like doing posts every day and that was the thing that kept holding us back we had to realize that this is the new age this is the thing that we have to get down pat because when on our personal pages we weren't even posting like all the time we had those accounts that you just have to like look at what other people are posting sometimes we post we yeah. had those kind of accounts so it was something that we had to make a habit, make a thing that we do all the time in order to keep growing our fan base and people getting to know us through those platforms. And I would also say like struggling through like growing our talents and stuff. Artist development. Yeah, artist, artist development. development. Yeah. <laughs> going, going into our own sound and stuff like that. Because even though like I will probably sing very good or out loud and some, sometimes, you know, I'll crack. And I'll get stuck, I'll get frustrated. And the frustration when it comes to like recording and stuff like that, and you're on a time crunch, those are like the tears part. You, you cry yeah, and you, you want to get it right. You want to get it right. Get it right. Yeah. right. Or even when it comes to like the boot camp um, situations, because we have done many artist development, artist development boot camps. <laughs> like, and the, there's this boot camp that we went through was like kind of this like determination test to see whether we would make it in the industry or not. See if we would quit or not. Yeah, and so right. like, the amount of the things that we had to do that day was very like work intensive like, yeah it was hard yeah. our bodies were at our limits but we still had to like keep pushing through it and it would hurt so bad because we had to do these little step up things but like had to do like the hundred i think we did like 300 of them yeah like back to back maybe and even it, more ma yeah maybe more but like the whole the sweat i would say would come in from that and like mm -hmm. the tears will from the pain from doing that like because it hurts and it takes a lot to go into yes. it but we had to have that mindset that would keep pushing through it so we're gonna end that there that was great <laughs> talking about blood sweat and tears pushing through it and so hot girls now we're going on to hot girl tips we're gonna take a break okay. and when we come back i'm gonna be here with the mako girls and they're gonna explain how you all my hot girl singers that are listening to this can carry on and maybe you could become maybe the fourth mako girl or maybe <laughs> if you can go and just start your own band start your own singing opportunity right <laughs> so we'll take a break and i'll see y'all on the other side and we're back from the break here with the mako girls what's up guys what's up we're gonna do five hot girl tips on how to what would y'all say five hot girl tips on how to be strong as an artist as a female artist female artist in the music industry yeah yeah great and so number one is to know your brand so tell us more about that yes yeah, so when you're wanting to become an artist we really um strongly encourage people to know your brand getting started knowing what you want to stand for because that sometimes de determines the route you go down determines the opportunities you'll be presented so if you start out before i mean 
before starting out, already have an idea of what type of artist you want to be. Do you want to be like a Kalani or Beyonce or somebody like a Billie Eilish? So it's really figuring out what type of brand you want to be because sometimes that can help you determine the path you want to go down. And it also determines, like, it helps you determine the fans that you're going to gravitate to or how the fans are going to gravitate to you. Yeah. Because if they they see that you're like a Billie Eilish or like a Mariah Carey, then they'll go, oh, yeah, I like Mariah Carey. I'm going to go to her. Yes. Number two is stay consistent. Yes. Yes. With this industry, consistency is a must. You always have to stay up to what you are doing because if you get behind, then you will just like, it will just throw everything off course. So always do what you have to do. Stay up to date on the stuff that even applies to like what you do in school reflects on how you actually work. So you have to always stay consistent with either posting, practicing your craft, like working. You have to stay consistent yeah. with it. Consistency is that hard one right there. Sometimes that we were struggling with. Yes. So you have to definitely just across the board, just be consistent, just be able to, you know, keep that momentum going when you're mm-hmm. starting to build. If you need to, set yourself some rules so you can stay consistent. Right, well. set yourself some days aside so you can be able to get things done or, you know, you not schedule your day schedule. out. That will definitely help you stay consistent. Yes. Yeah, and adding on to that, especially for social media, I don't post every day. I should, I should. But I will <laughs> say, as someone who has done, like, social media management, that y'all hot girl tip is you can just take out a day like a Saturday take like 30 pictures and then just post them every single day going forward (laughs) yeah you can do one photo shoot a month and that will keep you pop so 12 photo shoots a month but then you have like 365 days worth of photos well yeah and then even more than that if just random ones you take throughout living yeah Yeah. because we have two separate content days for us when we do content for like instagram tiktok youtube so we normally try to break it down because at first we were doing every single day it was like no makeup is too much so we're like we're gonna set it to two days a week and try to get as many as we can done at least for the week that's what we try to strive for so if you guys have busy schedules like we do definitely set some days aside and get as much content as you can for as long one day as you can That is smart. That is smart. And number three is stay true to who you are. Yes, that is very important, especially in the music industry and life in general. It's just staying true to who you are because you don't want people to feel as if, oh, well, they're not telling the truth of who they are. So who are they really? Yeah. Or even um, when it comes to a lot of situations that go on in the world, you want to be able to use your voice and be able to tell people what you stand for, be able to support other businesses or organizations that you stand for. And I think that's really important, even as an artist, because when things happen in the world, they want to know your opinion. So you want to be able to know what you stand for from the beginning so nobody can sway your thoughts and your ideas. I like that. And I think especially it is so it is so difficult in just the entertainment industry in general. Like I, I do music, though I don't really post that. Um, but I'm more <laughs> of an actress. I do the podcast of stuff. And it is hard to make sure that you're staying true to who you are and not that you are sort of adjusting your personality or your beliefs to what is popular at the time or what people want you to be right yeah it's so easy to um sometimes you know get caught up when you see so many other people because I know I follow a lot of people that I look up to and sometimes it's easy to kind of try to be like them instead of being yourself so you have to be able to separate it where it's somebody that you look up to and not like you're trying to be like them so that's definitely adding on to being yourself is just your own personality, your own style, everything. 
Absolutely. And number five, I think it's going to really tie into what you just said of making sure you're staying true to who you are, keeping your own style, keeping your own viewpoints and just having fun. And so number five is having fun. fun. Yes. Yes. You want to make sure that whatever you're doing in your life, that you're always having fun with it. And that is something that you want to do. And you're not not, not just doing it. Right. You're actually enjoying it. And you know, this is something that I can do every day and I'm just going to yeah. even for us in rehearsals like we'll have fun and try to like make music out of random dance moves so we can like get it down pat better or like or make even, random songs in general yeah or even yeah. working out we always like to play you know upbeat tempo music things that we can dance to and have fun with because that makes the the hard situation us working out and sweating we don't like that but the music helps <laughs> us get through that so a lot of times you got to make the situation fun you got to take advantage of the moments that you have and you know enjoy it don't uh you don't want to do things that feels like a job like every day i gotta go do this you want to some days it will feel like that but you want to make sure that you still are enjoying what you're doing and where can people follow y'all like your socials connect with you Yes, yes, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok mm-hmm. at Mako Girls. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel, Official Mako Girls. And you can check out all of our information and get our merch on our website at www.makogirls.com. Mako Girls is spelled M-A-K-O-G-I-R-L-S. Not a K, not a C. And make sure you stream our music. It's on all streaming platforms. Our latest single is called Leverage. So make sure you guys go check that out. And make sure you turn on your post notifications so you can tune into our next show that might be coming up. This week's Hot Girl Highlight goes to the Reentry Project, an organization that promotes healing, empowerment, and opportunity for formerly incarcerated people. It was created by a Black, formerly incarcerated woman named Susan Burton, and her ultimate goal is to eliminate the effects and ideally the entire existence of mass incarceration. Y'all, this organization is amazing. Uh, They believe that every person has value and every person is entitled to civil rights. They provide housing and support for formerly incarcerated women, work to reunite families, and promote individual healing. And furthermore, they provide pro bono legal assistance to help those formerly incarcerated individuals build a life that is not defined by their history. And most importantly, They provide these services at less than a third of the cost of incarceration. You can support this organization and help build a better life for formerly incarcerated people and their families by donating at anewwayoflife.org. You can also follow them on Instagram at anewwayoflifela. Ah, okay, we did it. Well, almost. We're at the wrap-up. We're at the wrap-up. So now we almost did it. But I really needed to take a break last week. I'm so excited to be back. Every other week that I'm here with y'all, I love it so much. Continue DMing me. I enjoy just hearing your stories and hearing what you think. That's so great. And I especially loved talking to Christine and the Mako girls just about role models. I think it is so easy to sort of imagine that we're just living in a vacuum, that literally nothing else is going on. It's just me, my own individual life, my own individual story. And that's just not how things work. We're interconnected. We're humans. We have families and friends and just strangers who are watching us. Like someone is always watching. And I don't mean that in a creepy way, though. Shout out to my FBI agent watching me through my computer screen. What's up? That I don't mean it like that. I mean it like 
Have you ever just seen someone walking down the street and they have the perfect outfit and the perfect shoes and the perfect vibe and everything and you're just, it all clicks and you're like that, that person, that's exactly who I want to be. I see it now and everything just makes sense. Now you know what goal you're going after. And that's what I mean by everyone is watching. Someone is always watching. I think it is, like I said, easy to think that we're just individuals and no one else exists aside from us. But we have to remember to keep pushing through some of these difficult times that happen anyway. There's always someone who can benefit from hearing your story. And you matter. And your stories matter. And your voice matters. And maybe... It won't be written in a history book. Maybe it won't be across several albums like Beyonce or the Mako Girls in the future. But someone somewhere, whether that is a kid who hears about you, or the person watching you walk down the street and they're so inspired by the fact that you choose to exist. I think especially for queer and trans people where existing when the world tells you not to is a radical act. Loving yourself when people tell you not to is a radical act. And especially as well for queer people of color, for women of color, whoever you are, any marginalized identity where we are constantly pushed and told that we shouldn't exist or that we don't exist. And if we do exist, we need to exist in the shadows. And the fact that you are going out there openly, boldly, that's radical. That's a role model. And even if you aren't dealing with some of the really complex things that happen in marginalized people's lives, you still matter. Your voice still matters. You are overcoming everything that was sent to destroy you, whether that is a toxic family or relationship, a job, financial difficulties, mental difficulties. You are overcoming it anyway. And someone is watching you. And someone will benefit from that. And even if it is not you in your present moment, I know that when I am struggling, present day Ebony is struggling, younger Ebony is thriving. Because it was so important for little me to see a girl go through all the things that I'm going through, achieve all the things that I've gone through. It's like, sure, maybe I'm not doing this for my little sisters or cousins or brothers, etc., I'm going to do it for younger me. And I'll be a role model for her that she didn't get growing up. And I hope that for all of you out there struggling with things, I hope you continue to love yourself and be the role model that maybe you didn't get. Be the role model that you deserve. And someone out there somewhere watch and listen and grow and learn with you and learn from you. I want to reiterate again that loving yourself in a world that tells you not to is a radical act. So that's the show. Thanks for listening, Hot Girls. I'm your host, Ebony Ellinger. Oh, I forgot to say, you all got a little hotter today. Okay, now cue the music. I'm your host, Ebony Ellinger.
The Hawko Hour is hosted, edited, and produced by yours truly, Ebony Ellinger. The music was made by Imani, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HeyEbony. That is Hey, H-E-Y, and then Ebony, E-B-O-N-I. You can follow the show, too, at The Hawko Hour Podcast. DM me. Tell me what you think. Did you finish your Hawko homework? I would love to hear from you. And don't forget to leave a five-star review of the show. It would mean the world to me. Thanks for listening, hot girls. See you soon.